Good morning, kind folks. It's time for the KVMR Morning News Update for Tuesday, the 1st of March. I'm Steve Baker. The latest on mask mandates and recommendations. More on that in a moment, but first, here's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today mostly sunny, a high of 69. Tonight, low 47. Tomorrow, 67 and mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and possibly a thunderstorm Thursday. Sacramento today, mostly cloudy, becoming sunny, high near 75. Tonight, low of 48. On Wednesday, 72 and mostly cloudy. Truckee Tahoe today, mostly sunny and a high of 56. Tonight, low 26. Wednesday, 54 and partly sunny. Then at night, chance of rain or snow. Placerville today, sunshine and clouds mixed, a high of 71. Angels Camp today, sun and clouds, high of 72. Nevada County Public Health reports 47 new confirmed COVID-19 cases over the weekend and Monday. Out of 15,896 cases since the start of the pandemic, 98 are active. 12 people are hospitalized, a drop of 8 since Friday. California will no longer require masks in schools and child care facilities after Friday, March 11th next week. State officials announcing that Monday, according to the Sacramento Bee. Instead, California will strongly recommend masks in classroom. The announcement is the latest in California's efforts to wind down pandemic restrictions. In light of falling COVID-19 cases, officials have been shifting away from an emergency mindset into one that assumes we will live with the virus indefinitely. The Bee says California earlier last month lifted its universal indoor mask mandate that had been in place since December due to the Omicron surge. At that time, the state said people who hadn't received the vaccine still needed to wear masks. Starting today, however, masks will be strongly recommended but not required for unvaccinated individuals in most public indoor settings. Masks will still be required for everyone in high transmission settings like public transit, emergency shelters, healthcare settings, correctional facilities, homeless shelters, and long-term care facilities. Local jurisdictions will be able to require more stringent policies if they wish. And this from the Union Newspaper of Grass Valley. Nevada County native Bethany K. Farber kept telling police she'd never even been to Texas, never mind committing a crime there. She was arrested anyway last April on a warrant from that state before she could board a flight at Los Angeles International Airport, and she was jailed for 13 days, mistaken for another woman with the same name. She asserts in a lawsuit filed this week in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California. Her complaint says authorities didn't check her driver's license, ask for her date of birth or social security number, take fingerprints, or otherwise try to confirm her ID when she was stopped, before catching a flight to Mexico, interrogated, arrested, and jailed. Officers would have realized they had the wrong person if they had looked at photos of the two, her attorneys said in the complaint. The farber they arrested is a young woman with long blonde hair, while the other woman is older with short brown hair, her attorneys state. In this case, what I can say is they did not check the basic information to determine Bethany K. Farber was not the other Bethany Farber, according to Farber's attorney, Rodney Diggs, in a statement last Friday.
Terry Brody, Farber's mother who lives in Grass Valley, says that a friend of her daughter was able to access some of Farber's accounts at the time she was in jail, allowing Brody to print phone records showing that Farber was in California at the time of the crime for which she had been arrested based on a Texas warrant. And Cal Fire Placer County will be performing a six-acre prescribed fire burn today, Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. around the city's infrastructure. The project's objective is to further reduce the threat of wildfire to the city and surrounding community. And from the union, positive outcomes depend on community guidance for future development, and the Greater Higgins Area Plan trains its focus on housing, community character, recreational opportunity, and quality of life aspects organizers for an upcoming public workshop contend. The workshop on Zoom is scheduled for tomorrow, Wednesday, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. The session requires an RSVP and can be accessed at www.greaterhigginsareaplan.com. This plan focuses on the Wolf Combi Road intersection and east to the Lake of the Pines shopping areas. And Richard Bloom, husband of Senator Dianne Feinstein and well-known for his efforts to fight poverty and promote human rights for people in the Himalayas, died Sunday night after a long fight with cancer. He was 86. Bloom, who was married to the California Democrat for more than 40 years, was chair of Bloom Capital Partners, an equity investment management firm. He became known for his work as founder of the American Himalayan Foundation. He pushed to end human trafficking, improve health care, and elder and child care. He was a longtime friend of the Dalai Lama and an honorary counsel of Nepal. Feinstein, first elected to the U.S. Senate in 1992, released a statement saying in part, My husband was my partner and best friend for more than 40 years. He was by my side for the good times and for the challenges. I'm going to miss him terribly. The rest of the news, heat waves. In an effort to reduce heat-related deaths, new legislation in California proposes developing a system of ranking heat waves similarly to hurricanes, that according to CNN. And drugs seized, nearly $3 million worth of meth disguised as onions were seized by San Diego authorities on Friday, that according to the Associated Press. Birthdays today include legendary singer Actor Harry Belafonte at 95, singer Roger Daltrey of The Who is 78, actor-director Ron Howard, and country singer Janice Oliver of Sweethearts of the Rodeo share birth dates at age 68 today. Now stay tuned for more great music and great moments with your Tuesday morning show host, Paul Emery. Paul Emery.